0: Well, the federal government has once again come to the rescue of an airline and joining us now with the details. Our travel expert, Marty Firestone, is on the line and joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Marty, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you?
0: I'm well, thanks. Okay, this time around, it's Transat AT. What do we know?
1: (laughs) It's like deja vu. So we (laughs) had Air Canada, we had Sunwing, and now we have Air Transat, and evidently a $700 million dollar uh, loan, call it whatever you want. The key being that 390 million of it is going to be meant to give refunds back to customers, and that's what it's all about.
0: Okay, is this very similar to these uh, other loans that were uh, given to the other two airlines?
1: It's identical, other than the the dollar value. Of course, the Air Canada one was over a billion, uh, and this one 700 million. The Sunwing was around 300 million, and it just leaves one airline left, and that's WestJet, uh, which I'm sure they're negotiating with at this point
0: all right and this is not a bailout correct this is a loan the taxpayers will be reimbursed
1: correct it's as as i understand it it's a amount that they will pay back over time and there may be a certain amount of shares of 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 stock much like the air canada one where that is now a taxpayer situation where the, you do own a piece of the airline but in this case i'm not 100% sure how this one's laid out but at the end of the day it is in the form of a loan of some sort 300x amount to get back refunds and another amount to basically keep them afloat and give them the money they need going forward.
0: Okay, Marty. So the good news here is that consumers are going to finally get refunds, much like we said with uh, Air Canada a few weeks uh, back. And also, could this once again prove to maybe be a good deal for the taxpayer in the long run, particularly if the airline industry takes off once again? I mean, the good news is this also helps solidify jobs in the airline uh, industry. But uh, could this be a good thing financially for uh, taxpayers if we've got some sort of ownership stake here?
1: Sure. It's all good. I mean, assuming travel comes back and we have to assume it's going to come back. So, yeah, if if, if something was worth twenty nine dollars and then the world comes back and, and is smiling again and it goes up to forty two dollars. I mean, isn't that a wonderful situation? But time will tell on all these things because there is nothing. I hate to sound like the bearer bad news again. I see just nothing in the immediate future for an air transit to start taking, you know, hundreds of customers to Italy and France this summer. It's just not going to happen.
0: All right. So, if there is uh, nothing in the foreseeable future for the airline industry, I have to think about uh, what sort of spinoff effects that will have. And immediately, I go to hospitality and the hotel industry. Are they in need of a uh, bailout as well, or I guess a loan uh, in, in this case, similar to what the airline industries uh, have received? Uh, do you think that's coming, Marty, or are they already covered? I, I...
1: I don't think that can happen. I just can't see how the government, quite frankly, could be doing loans and bailouts to every single industry. OK, the airline one was key for a host of reasons. And the number one being that there's a lot of people out there that are holding on to credits and vouchers. And you know what? Those credit vouchers are good for nothing, quite frankly. So get the money back in their hands. If you want us to help you, that's number one on the list. You've got to be able to refund those credits and vouchers and turn them into money.
0: Okay, what are you hearing uh, when it comes to the airlines and uh, whether or not they're going to get up and running uh, again? Is that any time in the near future or just because of uh, what we're experiencing in the third wave uh, in this country that uh, really, who knows?
1: Yeah, great question. Here is the biggest problem. I'm even seeing it from my client base who are calling now to purchase uh, potentially trip cancellation insurance for future trips that they want to book okay they want to book next christmas they want to book next summer they want to do all this but none of them can book it with the idea that they won't have coverage because currently right now as long as there's a level three travel advisory trip cancellation insurance will not pay the claim if it's pandemic related so that takes care of that if you think you have to stay in a hotel for three days if you think you have to quarantine 14 days when you come home if the borders still closed between us and canada Nothing can get kick here. These things all have to ultimately be removed for us to get going again.
0: Let me ask you, uh, you mentioned the hotel uh, quarantine. There's been some stories in the news the last uh, day, day and a half, uh, Marty, uh, in regards to those who have uh, decided uh, not to do the hotel quarantine, uh, essentially, I guess, uh, walk past uh, those in charge of it at uh, Pearson. And we're also hearing that there's been a significant uh, number of those that have tested positive with the variant coming through uh, Pearson in uh, recent times.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, th- this this is problematic. I mean, the fact that you are doing what the, uh, we, we call the Buffalo Shuffle and getting there and then coming right across the border or even going to the airport and not going to the hotel quarantine, which I don't know if you've heard, there's lots of fines being handed out now for that scenario too. So the biggest problem is the control of this and how it's being handled. And, and right now it, it's out of whack totally.
0: All right. Appreciate the uh, update on all of this, uh, Marty. We'll talk soon.
1: Thanks for having me. Take care.
0: You as well. Our travel expert, Marty Firestone, with us.